When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, listener. Hey, it's Chris Schmidt with Hale Varsity Radio, and I wanted to let you know about a special deal just for listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast. We're offering $10 off the annual subscription price. That means that you can get everything we do. 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe and enter in the promo code GBR for 10 dollars off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's hailvarsity.com backslash subscribe promo code GBR. And now, and now back to Hail Varsity Radio. Big thanks for spending time at Hail Varsity Radio presented by Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. We're streaming and can watch the show always. Uh, get the podcast locked in. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play with Hail Varsity Radio. And also the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Brandon Vogel joins us. And uh, you can see Vogues. We always talk about that gorgeous football office uh, as he's got the football. That, that football behind his left ear is signed by Newt Rockney. Am I absolutely lying, Vogues? No, that's, that's accurate. <clears throat> I met Newt Rockney back when he was at the height of his, his Notre Dame coaching career. And, uh, tossed him this football and said, Hey, sign this. And Vogues, Vogues is a vampire. Um, just, yeah. just so we're all aware, a uh, lot to get into uh, Vogues. Let's spin the wheel here. And, and we, we talked about Rittenberg's story on, you know, programs that are stuck in the mud and Nebraska's part of that discussion, even though they're not featured and we're still wondering, you know, where the smoke is at with, if it's Mickey or if it's uh, a guy that's got some more experience that, that keeps Mickey, and, and some of the staff together, maybe it's a strength in numbers decision by Trev or, or attack that way. And, and, and then also you, you, you have the point spread in the game uh, on, on Saturday. So I want to get your take, though, on, on you know, if, if, if you're Trev and he's laid out the vision, um, Nebraska and, and what's ailed them mostly kind of in reference to this Rittenberg article. You know, you can talk about non-NIL embracement or offensive philosophy with A&M or recruiting misses or void for Virginia Tech or Stanford San A.M. not down with the NIL. Defense has been a, a, a big time problem for, for Northwestern, right, with Hankowitz leaving. So there's always been kind of a, a catalyst there. For Nebraska, we think it's just been the offensive. It's not just been the offensive line, but the biggest problem's been the offensive line. Yeah, I think that's that's a smart place to start. For me, you know, if we're working kind of small to big, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> broadly to more more detailed, like th- that that move to the Big Ten continues to stand out to me. You know, Derek Peterson wrote a story for Hale Varsity in the magazine a couple of years ago, and he talked to John Papuchas, he talked to Tim Beck. Um, about 
just how hard that was. Like, not only did you have to shift kind of recruiting, recruiting areas, um, or at least you thought you did, but it's just a different kind of brand of football. And when I look at it, I think, you know, Nebraska's history is what it is. And there's, there's no changing that. Like they're one of the 10 winningest programs in football. You talked, you mentioned the, the line against Michigan. Like it's strange to see Nebraska as a almost 30 point underdog to Michigan because those two teams over 150 years of college football has won, have, have won as many games as just about anybody. Um, you know, there's just been a, I think, reluctance to kind of, because that history is always there. I think there's a reluctance to kind of maybe admit where you're at and admit that, Hey, we need a coach to come in here and like build this, like this was USF or UCF, a a Florida program that didn't exist before the seventies. And that, that might be what you need. And it's hard because people hold those traditions that, that come with winning as many games as Nebraska has pretty dear. Um, and sometimes you got to pick and choose in terms of what you're going to keep, what is portable for this current era of college football, and what just have to, has to be left by the wayside. And I think Nebraska, Mike Riley wasn't the guy to do that. Scott Frost, you know, we thought maybe his knowledge of it would be the, the guy who could meld those things, but. What happened here? I think my internet crapped out on me. Vogues, hang on, buddy. Uh, Brandon Vogel, we can see him. The uh, all right, Vogues, you still have us, bud? Yep, I got you now. Okay, that I don't know what happened. I think the uh, I've never seen that hamster before. died in the back room. It's power in this joint. <laughs> you were uh, you were hitting on incredible insight. Give me the last thirty seconds. Rewind and repeat. <laughs> Uh, it's okay to admit yeah. you, you got a problem, right? And, and Nebraska can't rest on its laurels, and then maybe uh, Nebraska's rested on their laurels on top of constant turnover. Yeah, I think, and I think that's b- broadly um, where where I kind of left things, which mm-hmm. is, you know, <clears throat> Nebraska's history affords it a lot of advantages, but um, it, it may have prevented it to this point to from from just kind of ripping off the band-aid and to be like okay here's where we're at like i mean you look at it now in this current context and it's like you don't beat illinois you you don't beat purdue and and i'm I'm not saying that as as a way to you know take anything away from those programs but historically like you go into those matchups kind of from a nebraska perspective i think being like well it's illinois and, and that's fair because for 130 years, Nebraska was just better than Illinois. It was just better than Purdue. And it's not right now. And, and I think that balancing like the tradition of the program with trying to build it for what works in 2023 and beyond is, is difficult. And you got to hit on the right guy who's able to do that. Um, and it might mean some hard choices. And, and when I look at it broadly, I think that's why Nebraska is where it is right now. Well, and Brent, I think the point you're getting at is that Nebraska could use a full rebuild right now, and maybe that previous coaches haven't committed to a full type rebuild. But I look around college football with 
NIL, the transfer portal, and, and just with what other schools are doing. I mean, for Ole Miss under Lane Kiffin, it was about a, a two-year rebuild before they're, they're back to relevance. Illinois under Bielema, a two-year rebuild before they're back to relevance. Even Florida State is back up into the top 25 this year after looking down and out for the past couple seasons. So it is now the ideal time to be trying to make a full rebuild just with the, the options that you have available for a rebuild? I think your ceiling is higher um, sooner, but also you might get, you might get fired sooner, <laughs> you know? So if it used to be like, Oh, a new coach is going to get four years. Well, we've already seen Riley only got three and and we see that elsewhere throughout the country where if things seem like they're not, trending upwards fairly fairly soon like ad's will will pull the trigger and i don't know if that's the case at nebraska with this next hire that it makes because another i guess piece of the conversation here is just how much turnover nebraska has had not just at the football coach spot but also the ad spot and that makes a difference too um, so, so I agree with you. Like, I think there are ways to, to things in a hurry that didn't exist previously. That's good. With that comes, if you don't do it quickly, you're probably getting, you probably have a shorter leash than you would have say 20 years ago as a new head coach. I think before Scott Frost was hired, it was kind of accepted that a four to five year rebuild was with the amount of time that he would have. And if you had to, to, predict right now how much time do you think the next coach has to get this this Husker football team I don't want to say back to a bowl game that might be a, a low bar but back to a point of relevance yeah it depends I think a little bit on on who it is and I will I will say Billy Napier at Florida this year I think did a really good job of inviting media in during the spring like inviting people in and saying throughout the whole thing like hey, this is going to be a slow process. Um, if you don't do that, I mean, I think most coaches now, kind of the, the average would be three years instead of so down from four to slash five from in the past. Like if you don't show something after three seasons, it's it's kind of hard to, um, to think that coach sticks around. I mean, we kind of witnessed this last year with, with Frost after four. Um, Trev made the decision that he did with some caveats and kind of struck people, maybe not in Nebraska, but I think nationally as a surprise of, oh, most coaches don't get this fifth year. Vogues, uh, the name that's been popular this week is Gary Patterson. And what your reaction to, to Gary? Now, we've kind of done the old straw poll with our guests the last 24 hours on Gary does Gary make sense in the sense because of his experience, his work as a builder at TCU, and then the reality that, okay, he could keep some key members that are on staff now, they could stay in Lincoln? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I, I think the last point makes some sense. My, my hesitation with Patterson is you know he made public comments last year at tcu basically expressing his discomfort with the transfer portal with nil at at various points like 
what does it take to hire a coach who said like i don't like this and i think you know what if you pulled none, the majority, none of them like it but they're dealing with no. it. <laughs> yeah if you if you pulled the majority of fbs head coaches it would say like yeah i don't love this um but it's reality and you you've kind of got to deal with it so that's the thing that gives me a lot of hesitation with patterson as his number has bubbled up because or his name has bubbled up um you can't really take issue with anything that happened on the football field. I mean, you look at TCU, switched conferences multiple times, went into the Big 12, didn't miss a beat, uh, something Nebraska post-Bo Pelini did not do moving to the Big 10. So, I mean, there's like the on-the-field credentials are kind of unassailable in my mind. It's just how that TCU tenure ended, like how much discomfort he felt willing to share about kind of where the modern game of college football is at and whether you agree with him or disagree with him uh, is kind of irrelevant. It's just what it is. And can you build a program over the next four or five years, rebuild a Nebraska program? If you're kind of, if you wish NIL didn't exist and if you are uneasy about the transfer portal, and those are big questions to ask. Those are the kind of questions you get to, when you're actually interviewing uh, a coach, if you're, if you're the uh, AD, but from the sidelines here, it, it gives me pause. Vogues, hang on. I got to get your take on Michigan and the line and uh, Nebraska's plan of attack. Couple minutes on the other side. You good with that? Yep. All right. There he is. Managing editor with Hale varsity.com and magazine, Brandon Vogel, get his book. The holiday season around the corner while you're getting the Hale Varsity subscription. HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe. Also get Dream Like a Champion. Uh, John Cook, Brandon Vogel hammered out a great book. And all Cook does is win championships and recruit number one recruiting classes time after time. More with Brandon Vogel. Uh, Searles on the way in 25 minutes with Hale Varsity.